and I don't work with everybody <laughs> anymore. I don't. Okay. If yeah. it's like somebody, oh, that, oh, I have a daughter. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay, where's the headshots? Oh, what training have they done? Oh, but you want me to take my time uh-huh. and develop this when you haven't taken the time to do the research. Welcome to the Prince George's Daily. In this season, we will take a look back at some of our favorite interviews. We will revisit the in-depth and often surprising stories from some of our outstanding Prince Georgians. We will review concepts from education to business to the Center for Performing Arts, all in Prince George's County. And of course, every episode we will share the latest local weather and news. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm David Smalls. Today is January 23rd, 2020. In today's episode of the Prince George's Daily, Dale Roden talks the entertainment industry with a local mogul. What happens when virtually everyone knows what you do and wants you to help them be a star? Find out from Dale Roden and our Prince Georgian of the Day, Peggy Williams, coming up right after the weather. In today's weather, a high temperature will be in the mid-40s with our low dropping back down into the mid-20s overnight under clear skies. Higher humidity brings in warmer weather for the weekend, starting tomorrow with a 50% chance of rain in most of the area. High temperature around 50 with a low at just 35 degrees. There's a 75% chance of rain on Saturday with a high in the mid-50s. According to the National Weather Service, our sunrise was at 720 and our sunset will be at 516. For Prince George's County, that's the weather for today, January 23rd, 2020. Stay with us after Dale Roten and our Prince Georgian of the day, Peggy Williams. We will bring news from the desk of Lillian Torres. In today's news, Lillian follows up on a story we covered about DeMatha High School. A weird story about stolen valor and a slap on the wrist punishment and will Prince George's County get more money for school construction? Find out after this. Right now, though, let's hear from our Prince Georgian of the day, Peggy Williams. Let's start with Miss Peggy Williams. Can you tell me about your business? Yes. Um, currently, I have a business called Dream Merchant Media, LLC. Um, it's a talent management, sports management company um, where we produce create, direct, and um, pitch to local networks as well as major networks as well. Okay. Uh, Who are your customers? Uh, We have uh, former female groups. uh, We used to be signed to Tommy Boy Records. Uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, who's that? uh, It it was Amari. Okay. It was a female group from the D.C. area. Their, um, the group name was called Amari, and most recently, I would say not recently, but the past seven to ten years, we managed to get a female group signed to Atlantic Records. Um, and, and this is not Amari. This is a different female this group. This is a group called Carmen. Okay. And they were based from D.C. as well. So is that like your, your niche, the, the female performance yeah. groups uh, from D.C.? Actually, I would say if I had my druthers, it would be a female group because I like the to put them together, um, see how we can develop them. And that's probably my niche. Um, But I have ran across some really talented artists from DMV. 
Okay, and you also manage them. I do. Um, I used to manage the groups, but now I've kind of ventured off into more doing production and television and film. Okay, so I'm really curious about this okay. managing of the groups. Okay. Um, what does this entail? I mean, what do you do for these people? Well, I think, to be perfectly honest, a lot of times artists get it confused of what a manager is supposed to do. A lot of times uh, they think that you're a financer, meaning that <laughs> you're supposed to basically fund their careers. Um, but as a manager, what typically happens, you help them develop their craft and help them develop what either selecting music, getting them developed, um, and then kind of like guiding them through the process. You know, it's like a manager at a job. You right. know, you help them develop their skills to move on to the next level. Okay. And if you had your druthers, mm -hmm. how would this process take place? Let's say I've got a daughter and mm -hmm. my daughter has a couple of friends and one uh -huh. of them can sing and one of them can dance uh -huh. and one of them's just pretty. Uh -huh. So they come to you. <laughs> <laughs> they come to me and be like, oh, what can I do with this? Um, I used to love being a part of that development process. But now since I've gone through that process, it's challenging. I mean, because you're trying to get someone who's have raw talent and kind of like polish it up and make it presentable presentable for someone else who'd be interested in it like a record label or uh, a company or branding so a lot of times you have to kind of like see the diamond in the rough and see okay is this client worth taking on or if it's kind of like a waste of time because I find not to be shade or anything you find a lot of not so talented artists who have their stuff together where you have talented artists have nothing together right and they just want you to take their career and be selling million dollar records and selling records of you know just having them uh, a place where they're successful and they mm -hmm. they don't get it it takes time it's an effort it doesn't happen overnight I do have a couple of questions about this okay. when we get down the list, but okay. we're going we're gonna to get there. So <laughs> is your, your goal sort of to mother this group till you get them to the point where they can parent themselves now and well, you let them go? You Fly, hope they would, but yeah. a lot of times they still, it's a lot of hands-on because you got to make sure from makeup to wardrobe to music to traveling, um, it's a whole list of things that a manager does, but um, you would hope that they would become independent at some point, but you still, you're like a, a manager, but also a counselor, you're a babysitter, you're all these other things that you didn't sign up for, <laughs> <laughs> but you try to guide them as best you can, you know, and a counselor, of course. Um, yeah. What drew you to the entertainment industry to begin with? Oh my goodness. I always had a fascination about entertainment. I used to watch television all the time from Star Search to uh, Soul Train to American Bandstands. Bandstand, which many of your listeners may not even know <laughs> what that is. But their is. parents would. Yes, the parents met. <laughs> Our listeners will know. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to love watching watching those shows. And um, I come from a family of eight. So uh, my parents could never really afford to pay for dance classes or uh, singing lessons or 
uh, instruments or any of that sort. So um, I would basically watch TV and try to mimic what was on there. I would love to watch like the dances and just kind of practice in the mirror and say, oh, I could do this. Oh, look at me, I can do this. So that passion was always there. And from elementary school on up, um, participating in talent shows to um, karaoke contests, it was always a passion. I loved it. So that's that's where I started. And then when in, as I got older, there was hip hop competitions, break dancing. And then I fell in love with that passion. And then it was like uh, rapping, you know, being a, I always wanted to be an artist. And I saw how hard it is. And I decided, hmm, maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I see that I see. So you we, are an artist. I used to be. At heart. At heart. So that's why I always try to push other artists and guide them in the right direction. Can I ask, what, what was your medium? What was your art? Rapping. Oh, you're a rapper. I was a rapper. So if I make a beat right now, you uh -oh. can spit. I'm not going to because oh. I can't make a beat. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. But I could spit some lyrics. Okay. <laughs> For those, uh, yeah, that's One me. day I'm going to be you. I'm going to be able to. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to your business. Tell okay. me about your, your typical day. My typical day. If, that, if there is such a thing. A lot of times you just go with the flow. Is from making calls to, or generally when I get up in the morning, checking my emails and responding to any emails and just trying to be uh, strategically planning what is your purpose for that day. Going from um, thinking about, okay, how can I make this happen? That's my objective for that day. Reaching out to networks, um, scheduling meetings, uh, basically trying to make sure that um, I can get on their books uh, for that month. You know, I typically schedule it out a month ahead saying, hey, I'm going to be in New York. I'm going to be in L.A. Um, let's try to uh, have a pitch meeting. And typically they'll say, OK, well, if you're in town, then come through and um, we'll have a meeting. OK. Can you tell me what projects you're currently working on? Yes, I can. Um, just finished wrapping up on a film called Christmas in Carolina, um, starring Darius McCrary, uh, Kelly Williams, and uh, Terrence, Terrence Shingler. Um, they were gracious enough to lend their talents to this film um, that was based in, uh, in Carolina. So, um, and okay, you gotta tell me more about the movie though. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a fully yeah, feature. Yeah, a feature film, yep. Okay. I co-direct um, creative, um, creative content, basically helping the writer come up with ideas. And many of you know your listening listeners. Um, I basically started here at Prince George's Community College. Did you? I did. Yes, I did. I started here, and um, I wanted to. Initially, it was just starting to take the certificate program. I was like, okay, I can do this. This is not hard, you know. Just taking a few classes. And then as I uh, got more in, uh, into it, I was like, well, if I took a few classes for a certificate, why don't I just go ahead and get the associates? Right. And then that kind of evolved to that and decided to continue my uh, education over at Bowie State University, which mm -hmm. I graduated with my, um, my major. Go Bulldogs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Other projects? 
Other projects. Other projects. Okay, so Christmas in Carolina, that's a love story. Uh, it puts you in the mindset of Harmark or Lifetime, uh, where a young lady who loses her parents through a, a car accident. I'm not going to give you the whole story, but she finds someone who uh, she falls in love with and wants to spend the rest of her life with. So it's very... Is that Darius? I can't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a really, really sweet movie. And it's just, it's a faith-based movie. Um, Just never give up on your, give up on love. And uh, you can always conquer different situations. Just have a uh, really good communication. So... Okay, I know nothing about this industry, so I'm gonna okay. ask, I may ask some silly questions. Um, that's okay. So you just wrapped this movie. Mm-hmm. What happens now? When will I be able to see it? Yeah. Where will I be able to see it? Well, we basically, since we fin- finished wrapping Friday this past week, um, it was a six-day shoot, 12-hour days. Um, after filming, we basically go to editing. And then after editing, we have to get the scoring for the music. And then hopefully we're able to pitch it to many networks to have it licensed to share on other either streaming or have a a company or a network who would be interested in purchasing or airing it. Okay, so we're looking probably 2020. 2020, Not 2019. No, no, not Can we get clips? Well, as soon as we get the trailer, you okay. have a clip. <laughs> but it's a, a, like I said, it's a beautiful, beautiful story. But other projects that I've worked on, um, being that from, I'm originally from Virginia, but I reside here in um, Prince George's County, and um, I've developed a few shows called Girl Talk, uh, which is a teen show, um, and uh, Turn It Up, which was a dance teen show. And I've written other uh, projects called Springdale, um, Angelina, and a few other projects that are in the works. You're busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I seem like I geared, I'm more geared towards uh, the youth because I, I think they are really talented and they, they have a lot to offer. So why did you choose Prince George's County for your business? Versus Virginia or yeah. D.C. or Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, the reason I chose uh, Prince George's County is because that's where I reside and they have a lot of resources. And I graduated from Prince George's Community College. So that's why I decided to stay here and keep it here. Keep it based here. Will that hold you back in some ways, though? Um, No, because if, a lot of people think you have to move away to New York or to L.A., now, granted, there are many, many avenues and outlets there, but you can always fly there. You can always visit there. They're, they're open to content. So it's not like you have to up and move. You just, it's basically, there's production companies here that if you have a great product and you believe it and you have the financial support, you can shoot it here and sell it somewhere else or take it somewhere else. You don't necessarily have to be in L.A. Now, acting might be your better choice or if you're in the entertainment industry because you have to have access. You have to be able to, you know, if there's a um, a call or open call for casting, they want you to be at least an hour away from because they want you to be accessible. 
Okay. What benefits are there for working here versus working in New York or LA or Atlanta? You can stay with your family. <laughs> You're always with your family. And those cities can get kind of lonesome sometimes because you're you're not around them. And if you're not in the industry, it's really difficult. Is because it's like L.A. is a base, it's a production-based company area. So they have those, um, you know, their set designs. If you're creative in that space, then you would definitely be there. Or in New York, Broadway. So those are really good places to go if you're pursuing your career. But as far as a company like myself, a Dream Merchant Media, it's easy to hire people to come and work on your production. Okay. Well, what do you get out of this? I mean, aside from a, a boatload of money, what do you <laughs> personally wish. get out of out of doing this? Because you work hard. Yeah. 12-hour days, yeah. six straight days. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's young people work. Yeah, it is. I think I put 10 years on my life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's fulfilling because it's a passion. It's passion. And when you have passion projects, you do not, um, it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like work. So. Are there special skills that make you good at what you do? I think skill set is more so uh, I'm a firm believer in um, hands-on because you get that experience and you you're you're in the trenches of learning I think you can read a textbook and you can gather that information and that's why I came to uh, a Prince George's Community College to get that knowledge but once I got the knowledge I needed to get the hands-on training and that alone was more important than a textbook and how do you get this hands-on training? I mean, we don't have um, a, a business manager or entertainment business manager mm -hmm. degree here. Right, right. So what did you study? Um, communications, uh, photography, um, radio production, um, social media. You have to know all those things about branding yourself. So you got to make yourself, um, you know, uh, uh, you have to be able to get those, get that knowledge, one, but also be able to transition that into the field. Um, yeah, so all those, all those places, all those, that, that training is very important. Okay, so this is a really competitive industry. Mm -hmm. um, what do you see as your unfair advantage um, against all of the competition that's out there? Wow. That's that's a deep question. <laughs> oh, I had um, a good question. Right. <laughs> Un unfair advantage. Yes. Um, I would say it's it's more of it's a male driven. Okay, so if I were to say, you know, forget about this teaching thing, let's forget about this podcasting thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to become the next Peggy Williams. I'm going to compete. Mm -hmm. So why would somebody choose you? over me hmm. I do have glasses <laughs> so I'm smart that you are <laughs> um I think my first thought would be why they would choose me over you or you over me um I think my knowledge of understanding that you got to have experience you got to have some background and I like I mentioned 
my background is pretty extensive in the industry because I've had some successes as it relates to the the management side of and having that education but um just just in all you have to be able to market yourself and um yeah it's it's a lot of work but you have to definitely market yourself out there you have to create that brand and branding is very important a lot of people believe that social media is just putting your stuff out there and just letting it go but it's it's a plan it's um, strategically planned to place content at a certain time to run your ads at a certain time so it is definitely a challenge in branding yourself you have to make sure you don't post things that are going to come back and bite you so can't do that okay. <laughs> so be you know uh, mindful of the things that you post I'll admit to having done a little bit of research, a lot mm -hmm. of research, mm -hmm. and you're being way too humble. <laughs> there are lots of reasons that people would choose you over me or anybody else. And we can start with uh, a history of success, a long history yeah. of amazing success. We can start with the way that you work with your clients, and none of your clients or former clients would ever say a bad word about you because you've done nothing like that. A high level of ethics and honesty and openness, yes. and you have a high level of empathy for all the people for whom and with whom you work. All of these things are well known mm -hmm. to the people who um, troll your social media, <laughs> <laughs> you got to be organic. You can't. Yeah. A lot of people think, oh, well, I'm a manager and I do this. But you you got to do some homework. OK, so so here's the flip side of that. Mm -hmm. So if I really were a talented person mm -hmm. or I had a talented kid, mm -hmm. why would you choose to work with your talent? My kid, talent. what do what I have to bring to you mm -hmm. to make me stand out amongst all the other people okay. who claim to be talented? Well, the first thing I would advise you to do is you should manage your own child. Really? Mm -hmm. And I've always heard the opposite. Yeah, I, I would. Because your child is going to listen to you for one. And two, you can protect them. And three, you want to be able to say, now, what I would do is um, I would hire, be hired as a consultant and, and guide you through that process. Because one it's your child and two they're able to you know they some children don't listen to their parents <laughs> needless to say i know <laughs> but that's what i would do i would say okay well your child is very talented i would suggest getting some headshots i would suggest if they're a singer get vocal lessons if they're a dancer take dance classes um you know continue to create their website or their social media pages and that's where i would start and the training process and understanding like this is a business you're being hired by different companies to do a job so you don't have time to say oh i don't want to do it you have to say look either you're in or you're not and you they have to understand like they're being hired for a job and so you're saying both the the child or the young person mm -hmm. and their parent have to really be hungry and really be yes. interested in in yes, this. committed, committed to doing it because when you get those calls and um, casting is calling you to come for an audition, you can't say, oh, I can't make it. You won't get another call. Oh. Seriously. They will cut you like a hot potato. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, well, I'm, I'm glad you can't make it, but I 
I will make the next call to someone else. So you have to be serious about your your passion and your career. If this is something you want to do, you definitely have to be um, committed to it. Commitment is one thing. So would you cut a client for their lack of commitment? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I will leave that alone. Absolutely. Well, I get cut from this interview. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just because it's time is money. Right. And you don't want to waste people's time. I'm I'm a firm believable believer at I do not want to waste your time and I definitely don't want to waste mine. So that's how I look at it. If you want it, you got to show that you're hungry for it. That means um, doing your social media. That means getting up, rehearsing. Um, it's so many levels at being successful, but it's one is being commitment, being committed to your craft. Let me flip the, mm -hmm. the question once again. Mm -hmm. uh, what makes you most proud of your clients, of your coworkers, of your business? Um, I saw that smile. <laughs> People can't see it, but I saw it. Right. I think just the commitment, the love for it. When you have people who believe in your dreams, they, it makes you happy. It makes you see that they really want to see you succeed. They want to see you do well. So when I have coworkers or clients and they believe in what they're doing, it's, it's an easier push for me. It's easier for me to say, hey, you did a good job. Let's, what's next? I'm, I, I will work harder for them than anything. If they believe in themselves, I will work 10 times harder. Okay, I got a hard question for you okay, now. We'll go. All right. What would your competitors say about you? Mm. You've seen them. You meet at the same meetings, the same yeah. calls, the same auditions. Yeah. What, what are they saying about Peggy Williams and Dream Merchant Media LLC? They're saying she's a go-getter. She doesn't settle. She's always pushing her clients to do better and um, just seeing the competition to say that well, my client was well prepared for that audition or my client was well rehearsed for that audition. That's what they would say. They would say, they, how, how can I get to her? I yeah. want her to work with me. Yeah. That's what a lot of people have said. And what would your clients say about you? Ooh, <laughs> they was like, <laughs> I don't like her so much because she pushes <laughs> too hard. <laughs> they would say, they'd be like, oh my gosh, she thinks... I'm so tired. I remember working with one client and I had, I mean, after spending countless hours with her and going, doing rehearsals and picking out music and going, going to the Apollo or performing in front of a record exec. And I set her down and I said, look, I'm going to be honest. You're really good, but this is not your passion. Dancing is your passion. I think that, that you should, pursue that and we parted ways you know and now she's dancing because I didn't want her to feel like she's doing me a favor uh, you know what I'm saying yeah. I didn't want her to feel like that she has to do it for me and no you have to figure out what your passion is and pursue that do not let somebody push you into something that you you is not a love for it it's not a passion for it so um, so we ended up parting ways. I told her, I said, I wish you the best of luck. And that's after spending money. Yeah. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. Just to say, this isn't for you. And 
you know, until this day, she's doing what she loves and that's dancing. But I had to step back and say, because it was going to be a challenge for me to see her here and have her sing this song over and over again when I know it's not right. what she wants. So, okay. Yeah. If you could do your business all over again mm -hmm. from scratch, uh -oh. is there anything you would do differently? And if so, what? Um, I would change not accepting clients who are not serious, you know, because a lot of times you get in it and then you're kind of stuck. You get like, oh, gosh, how can I back away from this situation? <laughs> you know, then it's too late. You're like, right. you know, it's almost like going into an event and you're like, oh, I'm coming to see so-and-so. And then there's somebody else. And you're like, uh oh, I got to step out of this. And then you realize you can't. You got to step away from this situation. You know, you sign contracts. And I didn't have a male cl client that was super talented, had them perform different venues, push, push, push. And it just, you realize that you got to step back. And you, you have to really step back and say, this is not for me. This person isn't for my business. Oh, they take, okay. they are taking more than what you're willing to give. Like, they take, 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 and you realize, no, you, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do as your career, then I have to step back. And you find you've already signed contracts. You'd be like, look, <laughs> this ain't working. This is like a relationship. You'd be like, this is not working. Um, so I think it's best for us to go our separate ways. That's okay. Contract over. Let's part ways. We're good. I yeah. see you. On, I see you next time. And sometimes you got to do that because you don't want to hold a person in a contract that is not working. That's to better themselves. One who's not, you know, committed to their craft. That must be really hard, though, it because is. you develop these relationships. You do, and you got your money involved, and got you got money, your reputation time, involved. Away from family, everything, traveling and up and down the road. This ain't working. This ain't working. Because yeah. you don't see the same passion that right. I'm putting. I'm not seeing the same effort you put right. into your career as I'm putting it to you. So that's where it's like, mm, it's not working. Right. And I'm guessing now that you've done this for a while, yeah. you have a much better eye for we need to cut ties now mm -hmm. before I've invested too much money exactly. to, to turn away easily. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I don't work with everybody <laughs> anymore. I don't. Okay. If it's yeah. like somebody, oh, that, oh, I have a daughter. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay, where's the headshots? Oh, what training have they done? Oh, but you want me to take my time uh -huh. and develop this when you haven't taken the time to do the research. Right. The internet. You can go on the internet and YouTube it. There's YouTube University. You can get anything you want <laughs> on YouTube. So <laughs> me coming to me and you don't have anything, that's just show me that you're not willing to put your own money into yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah. OK, so. Let's go forward. OK. When you look back on your business 20 years from today, mm -hmm. what do you think you'll remember most fondly? Oh, wow. Shooting that movie in six days. <laughs> <laughs> Until, of course, the next movie. Until the next movie. Five, right. five <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I would say. The talent that I've come across, yeah. how talented they were, the experiences, the uh, long studio sessions, um, the travel, is that you can't 
you can't forget because it was an experience that you you're a treasure for your life lifetime so it was it yeah that was probably now I do <laughs> I must admit it was tiring it was really tiring but those are special moments that you'll never forget okay I got another hard question coming okay if there's a person out there right now thinking about entering this business okay. this industry what three or five things do they need to know today going forward okay um, I usually have these things written down and I'm trying to go off the top of my head. Passion, commitment, determination. Uh, wow. Uh, what is the fourth? Um, gosh, off the top. I'm trying to remember. Oh my God. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I asked for three to five. You already gave me three. Okay. What three? Okay. Um, yeah, those are, you got to have, you, you got to have passion. You got to be determined. You got to be committed to your craft. And you can't, you can't give up. You have to have de determination to do this business. Because a lot of times you will get a lot of no's, but it only take one yes. All right. Yep. I think that just named the episode. It only <laughs> take one yes. <laughs> and only one yes. <laughs> Okay. Is there anything else that uh, you'd like to share about your business? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I'm also the founder of this uh, local awards show called the Titan Arts Awards, and where we recognize local talent in the DMV area. Um, is happening December 14th, which is this weekend. Oh. Um, in DC, but yeah, it's a peer nomination. Basically, what happens where you have people who nominate their peers for an award. And besides that, um, we just filming, finished filming the movie as well as uh, a dance show called Turn It Up. Hopefully it will air on Prince George's Community TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, also uh, Girl Talk, which is a teen show, as well as... Um, any other projects uh, I'm working on, hopefully um, they'll come into uh, into having them produced and directed sometime in the near future. So those are projects. But also, um, you can also follow, follow me on the social media platforms, which is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and um, IG. That's it, Instagram? Yes. yes. Okay. And you can find me on uh, Dream Merchant Media, LLC. All right. And is there a website for the, the Titan Awards? It is. www.titanawards.com. And where exactly are they being held this year? They're held at Karma, Karma DC Lounge in DC. All right. Did I miss anything? Um, I don't think so. I think we covered everything okay. also. Yeah. And we'll put your contacts, um, your websites, and uh, our show notes. Yes. So anybody would, who would like to see can yeah. and follow stalk me. you the That's way that okay. I do. <laughs> you can follow me on IG. All right. I, if you follow, I'll follow back. All right. Thank you, Miss Mrs. Peggy Williams. Thank you for having me. Owner, founder, manager, CEO Ooh. of Dream Merchant Media and the Titan Awards. Absolutely. 
Prince George's County, I am Lillian Torres and here is the latest news for today. Hall of Fame high school basketball coach Morgan Wooten has died at the age of 88. Wooten built Maryland's DeMatha High School into a national powerhouse and mentored several future NBA stars in a career that spanned parts of six decades. He coached DeMatha, a private Catholic school in Highsville from 1956 to 2002. Wooten compiled a record of 1,274 to 192. He retired as the winningest high school coach in history, although he now ranks second. The school announced Wooten's death on Twitter, citing his family. A Virginia National Guard sergeant has been sentenced to 18 months of supervised probation for stealing World War II-era dog tags from the National Archives and Records Administration in Maryland, U.S. Magistrate Judge Thomas DiGarolamo also on Wednesday ordered 30-year-old Robert Rumsey of Fredericksburg, Virginia to pay a $5,000 fine. Rumsey had faced a maximum sentence of one year of incarceration after pleading guilty in November to one misdemeanor count of theft. Rumsey told investigators he took dog tags that belonged to four U.S. airmen killed in, in a plane crash in 1944. Rumsey's wife is the great-niece of one of the deceased airmen. And for our last story, a measure to steer significantly more money to school construction in Maryland is scheduled for a hearing in Annapolis. The measure known as the Built to Learn Act is set for a hearing Thursday in the House Appropriations Committee. Under the plan, $2.2 billion in additional funding would go to school construction over several years. It would be financed by the bonds through the Maryland Stadium Authority, and the debt would be paid by $125 million annually from casino revenue that goes to the state for education. The proposal is separate from a sweeping plan to spend billions of dollars over the next decade for needs inside the classroom. For the Prince George's Daily, I am Lillian Torres. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly B, Maude Desai, David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham, and is executively produced by Dale Roten. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.